you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Your words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hi, I hope you're one. My name is Mr. Fruit, and welcome back to the GG Over Easy Podcast, episode 126. In today's episode, we discuss our initial impressions on Tiny Tina's Wonderlands the brand new Borderlands game we played a couple hours, uh, discuss our initial thoughts and impressions. We talk about the brand new Halo TV series that just premiered. Uh, Blue and I had watched it. Rob hasn't. So you get a perspective of impressions Rob's seen, Blue and I's opinions, me coming from more of an, you know, a Halo fanboy, Blue not so much. So you get to see that, what we think. Um... Rob finally saw the Batman, so we discuss the movie a little bit. Uh, the uh, brand new deleted scene with that villain that came out. We discuss uh, uh, kitten names. Uh, there's a kitten coming into the Kittens family. Kittens and, and, and crying kids with Fortnite because no more building. Dab, 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 flash, 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 back, baby. Yep. Um, and some questions and answers. Uh, some other things. And that's that's this episode. So if it doesn't sound interesting to you, too bad you got to listen to it or watch. Love you guys. Enjoy this episode. Let's get into it. Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the GG Over Easy podcast episode 126. Approximately 125 too many. You don't mean that. Nah. I do think I've been, I I got I was I was big and then I got in shape and then I got big again 
and I'm probably at my biggest. So that's okay. <laughs> that's kind of how I see it. Don't worry. I know the struggles. I've uh, I swear I have like some energy thing, and no one can figure it out. But like, having been getting like a good workout, not because I'm not motivated, just because I get in there and it's like. I, I lay back on the bench to do chest press and I'm like fall asleep. You're at a new gym, right? No, I'm still in my garage. Oh, okay. In my garage. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I put the Peloton in my office because I was like, if I had the Peloton shame me while I sit <laughs> in my chair, maybe that'll help. Hasn't helped at all. Shame. Yeah, no. It's, that's not always how it works. I feel you. I have been eating a little bit better though. So that's like... So I'm like, all right, well, I might not be working out as much, but at least I'm working on. And I think uh, I moved to Adderall, and I think it's helping because, like, one of the side effects is decreased appetite. Except for me, that's, like, a positive because uh, I overeat. So I'm like, oh, I'm not, I'm not voraciously ready to inhale anything that my eyes see. This is okay. Yeah, I remember my uh, college studying for finals days and uh, wouldn't eat for like days until like you hit the crash. Well, the, the weird thing that was I, I've, I'm taking Adderall. It's, it's not really doing anything. Um, that's insane. Well, I, I guess like my Adderall version of myself is Mr. Fruit. Like that's when, you know, I'm like, you know, just that's how you feel. That's locked crazy. in. Um, when when I took Adderall, it did almost nothing for me. And then apparently wow. there's like a super Adderall, and that shit <laughs> had me zoned the fucking dude. I forgot what it was called. That? Super Addy. That's just, that's just what they call it. <laughs> super Addy. Yeah. It was... Um. So yeah, that's that's what's going on there. Uh, but today we got a great episode for you. Super structured as always. Yeah, we actually have kind tons of, of stuff. It's true. We'll see what all we get to. So let's not delay. Let's get to it because I'm sure we'll, if we don't start now, we never will. First up on the list, just we're approximately just going to go according to I wrote them in order. First up, I got Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Is there an S on Tiny Tina's Wonder yeah. um, Wonderlands? Yes. I don't know. Yeah, Wonderlands or something like that. Yeah. Um, and you're like, okay, well, what about it? We played it yesterday, the day before it released, because of mm -hmm. course we record these on the Fridays before you hear them. And we got like three hours in, so I figured we could just give quick, um, initial impressions on what yeah. we thought. My thing, my, I think the most interesting thing to me is that there is the, the name Borderlands is nowhere to be found, which I don't know if they're hoping that will help or not. I don't know. But it's not well, like Tiny Tina's I mean, Wonderland, just, a Borderlands adventure, or like even just like on the cover I art. The, you know? I, I think it's I just think the soon. play on it is Wonderlands because Borderlands, Wonderlands, you know what I mean? True. But uh, I mean, I think Tiny Tina's stuff has always been like pretty like standalone. But just I mean, like if you have been different than Borderlands. Yes, yeah, true. But that's just it. It's like as a Borderlands veteran, whatever, I'm like, okay, I know who Tiny Tina is. But for somebody who hasn't played Borderlands, 
I don't know if not knowing what it is intrigues them or doesn't. Um, I don't know. I, I'm sure they have a giant market research department that, that like we don't need the Borderlands. Like okay, <laughs> so I'm sure. What do I, know? I like the. I do like the setting. The setting is really nice and fun. Um, I like the kind of character. I I kind of wish they fleshed it out a little bit more than kind of just giving it the Borderlands light kind of version. I feel like with the classes. Oh yeah. Um, but it's cool. Like uh, the classes are kind of different. I'm the class I was playing. I was having a good time with. It, it, I liked how it was like I sacrificed health for my super. That was kind of cool. I want to suck your blood. Um, I went with Clawbringer. So for those that aren't aware, Tiny Tina's Yes is a brand new Borderlands game. And it's themed around essentially Tiny Tina is the the dungeon master. And you're essentially yep. playing like Borderlands D&D. And so you're playing your, your brand new character yeah you made on your character sheet or whatever going through her adventure um, very, meta. very meta and i like i mean it's cool because it's like it's all set in like some more older fantasy stuff obviously you're then running around with guns um but it's borderlands and they have some class like they have more classes than usual usually it's a selection of what three or four they have like six yeah. or seven in this one um, but still pretty toned down where it's not excessively. There's not three trees like to a thing. There's just one kind of set thing. I think Although as you level up from what I've heard is at some point you unlock the possibility to choose a second one. And I don't think it's always like the oh. second one. It won't always be the same. You get a mix and match, I think. So there's some more freedom there. Um, but yeah, like it's it's you kind of know what to expect skill tree wise and stuff if you played Borderlands. Uh, but yeah, my Clawbringer has a little wyvern companion, and that's why I chose him. It's like I want a little dragon to run around and shoot with me. Um, and my initial impressions, it's more Borderlands. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Again, that's it's it's kind of like Borderlands Three. Yeah. If you like Borderlands Two, and you are like I want to play Borderlands Three, well then you like Borderlands Three. If you like Borderlands Three. You're gonna like this. Uh, well, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you, like, what, what you, because you were saying it, it just feels like very like 2015 kind of game. Like, what does Borderlands need to, I don't know, bring it into 2022 or 2023 for the next game? I think you need more ambition. Um, this it's feels very, it's very safe. Yeah, it feels like Borderlands three, where like, it's, which feels like Borderlands two. Yeah, which was a 20, like 11, 2012, somewhere around their game. 2012, something like that. Sheesh. And so, like, that's not a bad thing. It's just, I remember, too, when we were first playing Borderlands 3, and we were talking about it. It's like, that was when we played that. It's like, well, Borderlands 2 came out, like, six years or seven years ago. A lot's changed in gaming. And now it's been, like, ten years. A lot's changed in gaming. And for them to just not update a lot of the system, I... I I'm not talking like graphics. Graphics are borderlands. They're fine. And they're the way it's stylized is it holds up. But I'm talking down to like UI, quality of life, um, and even bigger scope, like gameplay game loop and type it's, of thing. It like, still feels for me like it's not bad, but it still feels like it's 
fully built on the bones of Borderlands 2. And even to an extent, it's built on the bones of Borderlands 1. And it's like, it's just like, usually when things are built purely on the bones of something, like, it's fine if I can't feel it. Man, I can still feel it. I felt it in Borderlands 3. I felt it in Tiny Tina's. It just feels like this, like it. I don't know. Like they had a template and they built off of that template and it's like, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's fine, but yeah, I I think that's the thing is this game. Yeah. It's not bad. It's just, I don't know, especially for new games and coming out again. Like I would expect some sort of innovation and change up to the formula that makes it feel truly. And I feel like with this kind of thing, you you could, with this kind of game, you could kind of risk and take that kind of chance, you know, like you could have done something where it, I don't know where it was kind of different. Yeah. We should say we're only three hours in, but if the three hours are any indication, I know exactly what's to come. Yeah. Like through the rest of the game. I mean, like that's not saying anything that's bad. Like my, my experience with Borderlands, it's like, like a, a a solid like always kind of climb and then as soon as you beat the game and you're done it's just yeah straight down and i'm never touching it that thing again more than um that. so yeah that's just it's like i did not enjoy my time but i it's like what blue said like i've already played that game but it has like a new a new visual skin you know it's like that, a nice coat of paint but like i need more than a coat of paint on Borderlands 2 for me to enjoy it. Which Borderlands 2 is an incredible game. For me, I think... But, like, I can't keep playing it with, like, a different coat of paint. Well, and... Yeah, it's like, I'm not going to sit there and tell them what they need to do with the game. Like, I'm not a game designer, so it's hard to say exactly what needs to be changed. But, like, down to the systems of, like... This world so far feels even smaller than previous ones because it it's very localized zones and you have the little overworld thing, which is cool. I yeah. think people are complaining, but I think that's it's Borderlands funny. Like it's, it's the charming. overworld theme. Yeah, I like it. Um, so you like go on your little map, um, yeah. but it still feels all very compartmentalized, segmented. Um, gunplay feels the exact same, which is very. But- Okay. I'll say PSA to anybody that's going to play Tiny Tina. Oh, yeah. Change the radical. Change the oh, radical. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Blue figured that out. We, I was playing for like 30 minutes like this. Like, what feels so different? And Blue figured out. The game starts with your, your crosshair kind of in the bottom quarter instead of centered. And then once I changed that, it's like, Yep, that was that was like the. I can play the game now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, the, it was just like something's wrong. I can't quite figure it. And then we switched that, and it it made a world Which of is difference. One of the weirdest things I've ever seen. I don't think I've well, ever seen the game do that. It's because on console, that's the standard. Is they'll have the reticle lower on the screen, oh, but like on PC, not. there's just something like that just feels wrong. Yeah, I guess if I'd only ever played games like that, it, it, it'd be normal, but it was bizarre. Um, but, like, Rob had a good point. In a game like this, you could have taken more chances. For instance, you could have really gone into this idea of a melee build, like a melee character. Like, I was so disappointed. I'm like, 
there's all these cool melee weapons. It's literally just a different skin for your default melee attack. Like I was like, yeah. oh, I get to like wield this sword and run around. Yeah. It just replaces your regular just <laughs> melee. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the melee still feels it's not a melee game. Um the melee always felt like something they just tacked on. Like, hey, here's a thing you can also do in the middle of combat. So like that was kind of disappointing because it felt like that was an entire part of it they could explore. Um the spells they add that you can now do like, oh, like I send down like an asteroid or I do a little whirlwind around me are cool, but it's just another name for the grenades you used to be able to use. Like you no longer have grenades. And so now instead you just had this spell um, and you have one of them. And some of the spells are cool. You know, yeah, I like cool. sending down like a giant meteor, but like that's like, that's essentially just what your grenade was. Um, and then you have your your ultimate, your class ability. That's on a X amount cooldown you can do every time, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and then for me, right at the end of our gameplay session, I finally unlocked the Wyvern Companion. So it was cool having him fly around. Um, but yeah, that was just it. Like I expected something to feel different. But everything felt the same, just looked or was named differently um skin isn't a bad thing but i do think some games especially from such a big developer over time and a pretty prolific franchise could or yeah could stand to be a little more ambitious it doesn't have to be crazy changes but like that's just like every system i've come into contact so far has already been done in Borderlands and other games. And so it's just, I, I, it was the same complaint I had with Borderlands 3. Borderlands 3 wasn't really bad. I had fun. But that was just it. Like, it wasn't, nothing wowed me. Nothing surprised me. It was all exactly, like, the jump from Borderlands 1 to Borderlands 2, for instance, felt like a, a true sequel. Like, oh, okay, a lot of quality life, a lot of uh, things we wanted to see especially at that point too like uh, a lot of diversity now in weapons and the manufacturers and the and class abilities and custom like yeah there's a lot between one and two but then it's been marginal between the rest like again I think we joked about when we were playing Borderlands 3 but like when they first revealed it they deliberately made time to be like, look, you can mantle now. And it's like, bro, it's 2019. I would hope we can mantle. Like, that's that shouldn't be a selling point for your game. Um, or, like, something to really focus on. Uh, and so that's just why... Because, like, mantling doesn't really change the dynamic of your game. Like, maybe you add your roof just a little bit higher now. Right. Or and it like just that, makes it feel like... Any game where you're supposed to be able to have verticality but you can't mantle like destiny one for instance like it just felt bad when you can't mantle and then you miss something by so much like mantle is just that little quality of life thing that just it's like a little blanket and it just makes things feel better that's the kind of stuff i think they needed to add and then even further kind of like what you were saying too in a DD game specifically they could have really focused on character customized customization like you can because there's more this time around 
but it's still pretty bare bones. But it's very light. Like it's, it's like you choose get your class. More classes, but it's not super dynamic right. build of the classes. You get you choose a class, and they have a passive ability. So for mine, it's like my wyvern companion, and then they have two class abilities that you have to choose between to use. So like my clawbringer, I can either do like a giant hammer slam in front of me, or I throw like a Thor hammer. Wherever it lands, it does like electric damage and then I can recall it back. So I have to choose one of those. And then you have your skill systems, but while you're making your character, um, you also get to choose their backstory, which uh, I chose, I don't remember what, but essentially like I'm all brawn, no brain. And so you have like character stuff like uh, constitution and strength and stuff, which is cool. And so your backstory gives you a little stat change. Um, but again, that all feels like once you start playing, that all feels very background, like finicky and it, it doesn't make that much of a difference. And so it was weird because I would expect to see more of that then throughout the game. But so far it feels like that's, it's kind of just kind of there. They, it, they didn't really expand on that kind of system. They didn't expand on the more game-changing system. Like, the skill tree is exactly what you, you've seen in Borderlands before. So, yeah, you know, I I don't mean to complain just to complain. Um, and again, it's fun. I like Borderlands. And it's exactly what you would expect, but I also think that that's why it's a knock against it. Yeah. Because that was also the exact same... Like, I, I was willing to give them more slack, even though Borderlands 3 took even longer. Um, but, like, okay, well... Now let's see what Tiny Tina's done. But now I have the same issues. So now it's more so like, okay, is this even something that's going to change? And that's the way I kind of look at it. Yeah, I agree. Borderlands 4, if that ever is coming, I'm sure it is. Um, needs something different. Definitely a better protagonist. Um, it just kind of needs but, a re-innovation. Like. But I, I'm not saying the game is bad, though. Like I was right. ha- genuinely having a good time with Moog. You know, like it was a, with de- it was a decent time. Like, um, like if you have four friends who have enjoyed Borderlands in the past, yeah, go for it. But like, I think if you're looking for like something super different from the last thing you played, and I don't know, like I don't think you have to go and break your back for it. But it's cool. Like, it, I, I like the environment, but it's just, it's Borderlands. Like everything you said, I agree with. Just exactly what I thought would happen, you know. So yeah, um, but yeah. Well, if we play through more or whatever, and we get to the end, we'll see. The I know the end game for this game is called Chaos Dungeon, and it's supposed to be like a roguelite dungeon you do with people, where you go through, you oh. go to the end, kill a boss, get some loot, and then you can come back out. I'm interested in that because I like roguelikes. Um, yeah. So we'll see what kind of take they do on that. Now, is it roguelike or roguelite? I'm assuming rogue light because you have your characters. You can change things in between the loot. Like, because essentially rogue like would be like you end that thing, you come out and borderlands by principle is like, you get to change your load out your skills, bring in something new. Like you just got that loot. Well, now you can start with it kind of thing, you know? Uh, and rogue likes would be like, you enter with this pistol, you go through the dungeon, you end it, whatever you get, you come back out. Now you start next one with the same pistol kind of thing. Yeah. So I imagine it's a roguelite, but yeah, we'll see what that looks like. Um, 
and who knows you know maybe i get a little farther in and it does surprise me but i think that would be a design decision that doesn't make much sense because you want the first two three hours of a player's experience to rope them in and so you wouldn't want to like save some big thing for like oh you got to get like 10 20 hours on you know so that's uh my opinions on that uh do you guys have anything else to say no that's i'm good Uh, it's a game it's not a bad game but uh you know i'm not gonna sugarcoat it it's not exactly a game i'm gonna remember um speaking of things we're meant to remember oh the brand new halo tv series just came out the 24th on paramount plus i watched out of curiosity but i'm super interested to hear what the what the two I, resident halo i don't think he he's i did not watch so okay, I, fair, but fair. i did see some reception on twitter um and i'll keep it mild it was not it received well from what i read but i'm curious to see what my trusted sources have to say because you guys are (laughs) my counsel yeah you guys are definitely part of my entertainment council okay well i'm more interested to hear from blue who's less in bias into the halo Halo. yeah right uh it was really generic I'm a little worried because, I mean, I've never found Halo's story to be particularly interesting at all. But, I don't know, this felt just very, like, it's, this felt very loosely Halo. I, is the I, best way I can describe it. It was very loosely Halo, and it's felt more like, as someone who's not massively into the Halo universe, it felt more like a, a very... <sighs> Let him have it, boy. Speak Listen, your mind. Just, you Listen, can say it. Say it. Like, That's not what I mean. I like seeing place. people... Dude, you can't be too mean. The Halo is like the deadest... Like It's dead again. Like, I like seeing... Like, I like seeing people's interpretations... But, like, if that interpretation feels like it's a sci-fi original series... Oh, no. Then I'm a little, like... Uh, then I'm not as interested in your interpretation. Like, okay, so I did see an action sequence. And the title was, like, bro, what the fuck is this? So, I don't Which know. It's like it? Chief. I don't know. It's, like, Chief, he, like, hits a elite. And then, like, at the end, it, like, shoots him in the head. It's like that, like ten action, ten second action sequence. I literally was like, "Damn, that looked like a sci-fi, move, like a sci-fi original, like Sharknado type anime." Like it, it didn't look great, but like and then, I, but then the Halo kid in me is like, "Damn, that's Chief fighting some elites. That's bad fucking ass." Like <laughs> that's what I was. I'll say for the 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 action and CGI, it's not the best, but it didn't. It didn't take away like it wasn't so egregious that I didn't at least buy into it somewhat. Um, again, some of it could be biased because that like especially during the beginning, like I'm just seeing Chief running around killing elites. I'm like, I've been waiting a long time for this. <laughs> so like, part of it's just like, wait. So in the, the first like okay, so the first like sequence like of the show is just Chief killing shit. 
Well, so it starts, I, I won't really, it's the yeah. first episode, but I'm not going to, it yeah. essentially starts out um, on this planet and there's a covenant attack relatively soon. Um, the action, like the action sequence you saw probably is within the first 10 minutes. That's hilarious. I love that. Like in the first like 10 minutes, they give you some some chief kicking ass like please like well i mean if you think about i mean that's like how every pilot for any they anything is the beginning of a pilot episode especially if it's an action thing odds are first five to ten minutes is gonna be some action sequence they're gonna start you on this high and then it slows down a lot and then like episode two three four is more kind of you know well that's what this episode did so after that there wasn't any action Wait, can I ask, are you a Paramount Plus subscriber currently already, or did this make you get Paramount Plus? This made me get it. Okay. And I will be canceling it afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, like, they were even like, they're like, I'm making their account, and they're like, uh, pick three shows you're interested in so we can curate. I couldn't even find three I wanted to click. <laughs> like, I was really? going, yeah, I was going this through the directory, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure some people like that, but like, there's a reason I wasn't subscribed to Paramount. I know iCarly you know? got a uh, season two over at Paramount Plus. Yeah, there's like, I, but it's like I'm sitting there like, are you? Am I gonna really watch iCarly here? Well, it's just like, and I'm sure there are a lot of shows people like on that, and that's fine. But like, the point is, I wasn't a subscriber a subscriber before this, not because I didn't know about it. Yeah. It was just I wasn't interested in in the stuff they had to offer. Plus, nowadays too, with so many streaming options, it's gotten to the point. I think we talked about it too. It's like, well, it's just five more bucks. Yeah, but now that's five bucks here, five bucks there, five bucks there, ten bucks here, five bucks here, five bucks here. Like, every it's like we're getting back to just cable, having to choose our packages. Um, sucks. But yeah, I'll cancel as soon as this show's over. Okay, which I'm a little sure. upset too. They only have the first episode. Like some shows will at least be like, hey, here's the first two or three, and then we'll roll out the next, you know. But then I'm like, just one, um, because it it wouldn't surprise me. There's like nine episodes, and they want to release that ninth just when you would need to renew for the something something. Did, did you feel like you were watching that weird Halo Xbox One show that they had for a little bit? Did it just feel oh. like a continuation of that? I I don't remember what that was trying to remember i know what you're talking about though um it's like halo way when halo waypoint was i know yeah yeah um no uh so here's what else what my opinion first episode it was okay it kind kind of borderlines it was a show um i think i'm trying to remove my bias because Everything you and I know about Halo is not what this show is going to be. So I don't know if you know this or people watching it know. Um, they essentially took the Halo IP, its characters, locations, whatever. But then they're like, okay, well, we're going to tell our own story about how it all unfolds. Um, for instance, you see Master Chief's face about 30 minutes into episode one. And we've never seen Master Chief's face, you know. So they like retconned Halo kind of thing? Like, Well, it's not like imagine it's not even retcon. Imagine there's two different canons. 
There's going to okay, be game canon, so and this is show canon. So there's there's Christian Bale Batman and right. Eddie, and Robert Pattinson Batman. Yeah, that's this a good way to put it. Kind of, okay. Same characters, same world, but they're going to tell their own stories about where they go. And it makes more sense. I'll defend their, their decisions for like Master Chief because the difference is when you're playing the game, you're playing as him. You don't have to be so emotionally attached. Like They have to humanize Master Chief more for the series, especially if he's going to be a protagonist. Because otherwise, let's be honest, robot killer dude. Well, that was like my my question when the show started. Is like, how can he be a protagonist without being like, "Hi, I'm Chief, guys. What's up?" Like, you know, like, <laughs> hey, Master Chief, welcome to the office. To be, Let me show you around. I figured the show would be about like Spartans or something like that, and like Chief is this otherworldly, godly myth almost right. so that's how i thought maybe they would kind of handle chief and it would more so kind of i mean literally once you watch episode one it answers how they're going to handle master chief okay <laughs> and i'm not saying it's a bad thing it's just like that's what i'm trying to just like this is not the master chief i know like just put it all aside give it its <laughs> own fair shot you know um and it's very political that's one thing um so aside from the first like 10, 15 minutes, really, the rest of it is like political stuff. Like, um, hey, like what are we doing with the Spartans here? Like, Kind of, yeah. Like, it's all like back at the UNSC. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Like people have made comparisons to The Expanse, if you've seen that, kind of how The Expanse handles all that. I know you're that. a fan. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not against it. And I think, again, it's interesting, like, because again, I'm thinking of it as, well, I played Halo and this was the thing. But when you tell a story, especially a show, there has to be other characters. There has to be interesting characters. You you have to look at things. It can't just be we're following Master Chief going around kicking grunts <laughs> in the face all the time, right? So there has to be nuances, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so where we, where, where we enter into this story, um, they're chilling on reach. So I don't know... That's why I'm telling. I was like telling Claire, "Is like I don't, because I, if they're following the same story, like get the hell out of there." Yeah, like, this ain't gonna end well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. like, I don't know if we're, it's supposed to be like, oh, this is pre Halo Reach. Like, I don't know but, what story beats they're gonna what, take. Are they allowed to follow? Like, what are right. they gonna follow? Are they gonna are they glass just... Reach or not? Like, you know, like <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, because it starts off. To be fair, I don't know much previous. But see, they've changed a whole bunch of stuff because first off, if it's if it's pre-reach, Master Chief is in a, his own fire team. He has other members, and he's wearing Mark Six armor. Like he he mentions at one point, I'm not that like to put it in perspective. I'm pretty sure you start Halo CE with Mark Four armor. Um, oh, look, let me see. It's either Mark Four or Five. But point is, like Mark Six doesn't come in until. Yeah, Mark IV is Halo 1 for sure. Yeah. And he's wearing what? Mark VI, Six. you said? Yeah, which is like Halo 3. Oh, that's Halo four? 3. Halo 3. That's like Halo yeah. 3. But so like that's when I'm like, like if they're doing their own thing, that's fine. But it's like, okay, am I supposed? So where does that put us in the timeline? Or does that, I just don't like, know what to. Does the timeline to, even have Yeah, I don't know what I should care about or what I like or like remember and think about, or if like I should just throw everything out the door. Um, and it feels like throw everything because 
I'm interested to see what you think when you see it. Um, but I think the biggest thing is the covenant, uh, the leadership change. Can't really say much more. Oh fuck! Yeah, I, that was definitely the biggest like. That one was okay. Like, like I like people's interpretations, but this is a little too far. Can I, can I ask something that I don't know if it's a spoiler? Um, and you could just say just watch if it is, or if like um. Uh, I personally love the covenant kind of as. Are we gonna see that in the show? Ooh, at all, it appears to be. We will be seeing behind the scenes from the covenant, not from just like an UNSC, whatever. Well, I'm saying, like, do we have, like, an Arbiter character where we kind of see, like, their life and the Covenant we, and how the Covenant work as a society? We might, but okay, it wasn't. If it is, it's not an episode one. Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. They do show... um the fudge is the name uh high charity right um their base and everything and you see some of the higher ups and this is when the scene gets contentious you'll have to watch it um personally i was like really yeah same yeah like really come on i was like really yeah like i can buy some of your other stuff but this is where you okay this is your vision i mean Okay. And you'll know I mean, literally. I gotta the, I'm literally gonna do that. Right you'll know the moment it happens. <laughs> you'll know. You're like, okay. huh? Okay. Yeah, it's okay. like that's what right, you guys. came up with. Really? Damn, I wish I watched it this morning. Okay. Um, but so I can go into all the nuances. Um, but as a whole, uh, it, it seems very much a, around the discourse Witcher had for Netflix, where it's like if you read Witcher. Most of them are upset with the the show, right? Yeah. If you haven't read it, most people are like, hey, this is pretty good. I like it. And that's kind of what I've been hearing similarly is like, if you don't know much about Halo, but are just like a sci-fi fan, you'll watch episode one and be like, okay, yeah, sure. I want to see where this goes. If you're a Halo fan like me, I'm not saying I'm against it. I'm just asking a lot of questions. I'm just trying to figure out, like, wait, wait, wait. What do we, what do we and, you're, and you're telling me the manga stands are loving it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I know a lot of the Halo fans are just straight up upset, but I think that's what they're doing. And I can't, I'm not going to say I blame them, but they're, they go in expecting what they like, know from the games. The basically like just 
bring back Halo 3 and just put like a storyline of right. Halo 3's campaign type of thing. Which is why I'm also fine with that because it's like we we literally have X amount of games, blockbuster games, historic games that have told that story. So if they want to tell another story, I think that's okay. You don't need to, you know, go to the T, tell the same story. So if they want to tell another one, I'm interested to see where they're going with it. But as a whole, it was it was just okay. Okay. Like, the only thing I'm worried about is the action wasn't bad, but that was the pilot episode. Like, that's going to be where it gets. The bar. You know? Like, because they're going to, they put everything into the that. the climax, like, like. Right. Um, so for me, I was like, eh, but it was enough that like, okay, whatever, I I've seen worse. I, shot I can chief shot uh, an elite in the head. Yeah, I can uh, buy into this. Yeah. I didn't hear any, which was a little disappointing. Uh, uh, no dino screams. Yeah. Um, but it was cool. Uh, as a Halo fan, finally just seeing it come to like a show like this. So there was times I was just like grinning like a little boy like that. Like when chief drops down and just kind of starts firing and that stupid scene you saw, but like when he took his little pistol and shot him point blank, I'm like, Hey, dude, that's cheap. You know, like this is kind of cool, man. Like, that's what I said. I'm, I was like, that looked a little cheesy, but I was like, yeah, but, but like, I mean, shit, like that was cheap. Like on his show, yeah, come like, on now. I'm in, like whatever. So we'll see where it goes. Um, and I didn't hate it. It. I definitely didn't hate it either. Yeah, it it's, it's very... not what I expected. But yeah, like. So you're watching episode two, both of you. I'll watch the whole thing. It, that could have been trash, and I still would have watched the whole thing. <laughs> I'll watch it just because I do like the very political aspect of it. I have to say there's moments where I'm just like, uh, I don't know. But I do want to see what their interpretation is, especially because I know Halo as a game uh, is not going to translate well as a TV show if you just copy paste it. Right. You know, so, Chief has minimal well, lines I it, and i hope it does well for the sake of like other video games because i feel like other franchises like maybe like assassin's creed could like no assassin's creed's had its time i think we're done with yeah, that assassin's let's creed. just let you that know, one die please oh i love assassin's creed story i think did you so love cool. the movie yeah the one what was no, his name the movie's um, awful fassbender yeah, right bud. But that's what I'm saying. Like you, they tried to follow. They tried to do it. Like, which is but, why it was like when I saw World of Warcraft, I was like, guys, that wasn't great. But for a video game movie, that was pretty good. Come on! But everyone's like, nah. Mm. But I still thought it was an okay movie. I was like, oh, that's... I was frankly surprised that it didn't. I didn't walk out of there like, what did I just watch? So yeah, I think the bar is still kind of short. I think Detective Pikachu. Was or probably Sonic, oh, Sonic as well. I think Detective Pikachu, Pikachu is still Sonic, above dang. Sonic, but like I dang. think that was one where it's like, hey, we could just make one and it'd be okay. I think the problem too is a lot of these video games they're picking, and they pick them for a reason. But they're Uncharted. I think we could be another. I haven't seen Uncharted that one. Uncharted would have always it. worked as its own movie, though. It, it's I, I Tomb Raider, it, but. Blue? Nathan. Oh yeah, I saw I saw Uncharted. I mean, Uncharted is in the same vein Indiana as Tomb Jones. Raider, and like that that movie can easily work without 
I mean, like uh, the setting of that game is very normy in the sense of like, if someone saw it, it's like, oh, it's Tom Holland and he's doing Tomb Raider things, right? Like that's <laughs> for a normal person. They see the Indiana Jones. It's like I was like, yeah, it's Mark like Indiana Wahlberg. Jones, like in the same vein. So it's like <laughs> that that series works very well if when it was if it would be translated to Simina, Sim- uh, because it would like it's it's just a that's just a type of series that would would translate very well. They don't have to change a whole lot. Um, but they choose but like yeah. very epic, grandiose universes and stories. Um, like wow, extreme sci-fi. Like that's harder to pull off. Yeah, Halo. Like it's the same thing where it's it's a lot harder to start small and int- like it, Halo is this giant sci-fi world, right? And and there's all these things and there's different races and there's different. There's a lot more you got to get right. Wow, the same thing. Um, but like, like Blue said, it's like, okay, well, here you have Nathan Drake and he wants to go find treasure. All right. Like that's, yeah, it's like you, you already have it. So the games were already very like summer blockbuster vibe anyway. Right. So I think that's, yeah, the tough part is you're, you're just, you're signing up for a lot. Uh, I think it was kind of when we talked about star Wars, right? It's like, you come in as a this new director. Baggage. Yeah, and they're like, hey, we need you to make episode eight. Here's this giant IP um, with the all these sci-fi, expectations. The sci-fi story. Um, now, like, do your interpretation. And that's hard. So that's also why I'm, like, willing. I give a lot of, especially when I, I wanted to be a filmmaker and stuff. So, like, I'm willing to give people some some immediate credit or like you know I'll suspend certain things and I'll, I'll see where this goes so in the case of Halo once season one ends I think I'll have a better idea of like okay now I see at least what their vision was for this because this is what they want people to know and to convince them to make season two or whatever Um, episode one if I'm going off episode one it seems like it's going to be a very slow paced series they started with a bang first like 10, 15-ish minutes. And then that like way it was slow and political the rest, which isn't a bad thing, but that's I think what they're what we need to expect for the most part. Scattered with you know, adventures with Chief. Um so we'll see. I didn't hate it. That's good. As Did long I, as you guys like didn't hate it. I I I understand you hating one thing specifically about it both of you it seems like but that's okay like i'm okay with that as long as you didn't hate everything when i know the exact reason they did it but like come on do we need to though and i can explain it more once you've seen it but yeah there was a there's there's one choice where i was like they literally just did this because they're like it's gonna we be got, too much work. To kind of thing. It's gonna be too much work <laughs> to do it the other way. Let's just do it this way. <laughs> yeah, like. Um. So yeah, we'll see. Um. I still would have, bro. Who's not green lighting an ODST series, bro? That's all I'm saying, dude. Like, that yeah. would be your night. Like, think. Like Band of Brothers. I was, of yeah, ODST. I was literally gonna say, yeah, like, think of Band of Brothers, but yeah. ODSTs. 
and then true. takes place during the fall of reach and all Boom. you do is you, and then you just sprinkle like chief just from afar like they the, the brothers or the odst see him from a you know like that kind of thing it's just like that and i know sweet. yeah like, i know I people don't need chief to be the main reason why i watch the show like I know I most people universe. don't like that, but I think Chief would play the best in a series like that because agreed. If you think you about it, while that. you're playing Halo games, to every UNSC officer, every human, even the Covenant, like they literally call him like Demon, but like they know one one seven. They're like to him, he's literally like Satan, and they all know his name. They all fear it. All the humans revere it. He is literally like this mythological being. So it would be way better, yeah, if Chief is in spurts or like they only hear comms about like one one sevens here, like he's set, and you see him in the distance, and then he like comes through for like one part in the entire series and just messes stuff up, and you're like, yeah, and like saves the day. But then like it's like that political side of like, why don't you always help us, dude? Like, why do you pick your pick your spots? Like you're selfish type of thing. Well, Delve there'll be that, plenty of that in this like, series, though. Okay, it, cool. it seems very political about Spartans and. And where they are and, and why we need them and stuff. Um, but yeah, personally, I think a story... Because like that's also the same kind of thing. Um, it You're starting from a point of less resistance. You, you, you need less to sell people on it initially. Dropping in ODSTs. And then they're fighting through Fall of Reach. You can essentially start from... Imagine this is a wartime movie setting just in the future... The the protagonists, the ODSTs are, are human. They're soldiers, so you can you can play off that, and then they're not superhuman. So you've got all that to go with, and then you slowly introduce the world as they fight through Reach or whatever, and then you can still show UNSC people politically in the back and talking about blah 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 or like blah blah blah. blah, blah. But see, I, I don't know as. As somebody that would want to see, I think that would work better and be way easier to sell people on rather than here's all of Halo all at once. We're going to try and get you to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I totally agree. I don't know. And again, you know what would have saved Halo Inf Infinite as much as everyone hates to say it? A battle royale. You know? Yeah. Got it. And again, <gasps> ODST, dude. Oh, yeah, you're in. Oh. I'm still yeah, so upset no one's done that. Like, you literally did that for them. You literally went. Like, and I'm yeah. not the first to think of it. They have to have thought yeah. of it. Like, I'm not saying it's an original idea because it's it's literally it's it's right there. It's low hanging fruit. You just. And I'm all in. Right. Like. Uh, ha, ha, a low hanging fruit. You'll notice, though, I'm most passionate and critical about things I love. Okay, it's yeah. true. It's like same thing when we, you, you know, complain about be. things. Yeah, people, are like, you just complain. No, it's because I like something so much. You just want it to be better. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, moving on. Uh, Rob finally saw the Batman. I did. Oh, finally, I did. Well, and like that, which was kind of like poetic, because like Sydney was like, "Oh my god!" Like. Batman just came out and they just released this thing. I was like, babe, it's been oh, out for like nearly like three weeks now. <laughs> I was like, we ended like for some reason we were lacking. So uh super badass movie, bro. Uh 
I Shit. really, really liked it. I don't know why people compare compare the 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 Christian Bale movies to this. It's like it's such a different kind of take on it. Like they're like I you think, can't compare the two. I think people compare it and they'll always have this problem. Because Christopher Nolan's Batman took an approach we hadn't seen before. We almost kind of like revolutionized the way we can see superhero movies. You know, not everything's bright colors and spandex and flying yeah. around, every, you know, and instead made it dark and gritty. So I don't agree, but I guarantee you every time we get a dark, gritty, super, like literally any superhero movie. That's the for bar. the foreseeable future. It's always even if it's not Batman, I can see it being compared all the way back to Christopher Nolan, Christian Bale's Batman. Just because of the theme, the themes and and you know that kind of stuff it takes. So I get why people are comparing it. I don't think we need to compare it though, um, because we don't compare every superhero movie, like every Marvel movie, to an, the Iron Man one or something. Um, like at this point, especially Batman movies, odds are, you know, through my lifetime, I'm probably going to see several reboots. And most of them are probably going to continue to be this theme. Like, this is just, this is, if you ask me, what works best for Batman. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Your words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing Everest and flip-flops? Yeah, we've all been there too. But here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. It's not about giving up, it's about switching it up. Fume takes your bad habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning, flavored air device that just does that. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. I love how this thing looks. It's beautiful and real wood. The shape of it is so cool, and I look cool using it. So if you want to be like me and break your bad habit, start the year off right with the good habit. 
by trying fume.com slash GG and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners of the show 10% off whenever they use the code GG to help make starting the good habit that much easier. So make sure you guys check it out in the description. Try fume.com slash GG. And so instead of trying to compare and be like, well, this did this, this did this. Again, like this same thing, like you had the Halo video game. Okay, well, now this is the same thing. You had Christian Bale's Batman. All right, well, now we have Robert Pattinson's in his own world. And I, I, I thought it was super cool. Um, thought the acting was cool. Um, I did think it dragged on a little bit, though. I did feel like some things were a little unnecessary. That's right. I mean, people, that is like the the main point of criticism was maybe it didn't need all that. Like, do I need to see them riding motorcycles together? Like, what is like? Come on. Like, what is that? Like, I thought it kind of looked goofy. Like, I thought it looked a little goofy. Yeah, I get that. Um, the deleted scene, though, that they released with the interrogation of the Joker was sick. I'm assuming that's the Joker, right? Yeah. Like, that's who... He um he plays one of the dudes in Eternals. Eternals, yeah. He plays like the mind controlling dude, the one who's like in the rainforest. Yeah. Um, I will say though, I saw it, and it's it's a good thing it was deleted, and it wasn't in. And I, I want to say they recorded it knowing they weren't going to put it in the movie. Um, but I like that movie was already three hours long. You can't just throw that in the movie 100%. and have it work. Like you would have to put other things and lead into that itself. In which well, case, and then like also jo- Joker just knows the case while he's in the cell. While this whole movie, you know, like he right, just like knows everything. Like it was just that's why I'm convinced different. they literally like they're like we're not using this in the movie. This we're is going use- to be for the upper heads at yeah. Warner Brothers to be like, hey, give us a second one type of thing or yeah just like a proof of concept for the character or what they wanted to yeah um it's an interesting take i like it uh but as far as the the movie itself anything else uh, that's about it. i liked it a lot i thought it was great I, I other than it dragging on you know eight and a half nine something like that on the rob scale great movie yeah i think most of it too is kind of towards the end where they were trying to tie up a lot of stuff and maybe they didn't necessarily need to like kind of with the motorcycle thing like they some of it maybe they they could have showed less but told the same amount yeah um and so i think some of it too like the like the entire scene, for instance, at the end with the jail cell, like I think they were mainly doing that for the next movie or whatever yeah. to set things up. Like that wasn't necess- that could have been cut, if you ask me. I know it like leads up to like, wait, who- oh, I see what that, but like, was that necessary for that movie? No. Um, but I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, big fan. And that music, that theme song. See, I didn't think the Still- music was all that like great. Or- well, the the. Um, the main theme that like keeps playing throughout the whole thing. Yeah, I, I, I it just keeps playing through my head. <laughs> oh, really? The entire time? Yeah, I like it. And they had so many different like takes on it. 
Yeah, but I, 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 but I will say I don't think he makes the best Bruce Wayne. But I do kind of like recluse Bruce Wayne, in that kind of sense. I think it makes more sense. I, I agree because if I, if honestly, like if I was a billionaire and my two parents were killed in front of me, I would be a recluse and I'd just be a billionaire and I wouldn't worry about anything and I would just be Batman having fun. You know, I would hate to go and be Bruce Wayne, which he looks like he hates doing. Um. I think that was just always the hardest part to sell about Batman is that he's able to be best at both or appear to be the best at both. Like maybe that's a superhero quality, but like I think Robert Pattinson's take is like, how can I focus or spend time on anything else? Like this takes up all the time. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think, I think every Batman, whether it's the Bruce Wayne side, Batman side, they all bring something to it. That's unique. Mm-hmm. What else we got on that list? Um, we've got a couple of uh, eight-year-olds crying. Oh, no, I know this. No more building Fortnite. <laughs> Very sick oh, for like. I was going to ask about this before we went to the queue. A good thing we're here, uh, Mister Fruit. Yo, what's up? Finna <laughs> make me floss, bro. You want some orange justice? There you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of people I saw go back to Fortnite. I mean, dude, it looked fun. Them, it looked fun. Like the amount of people who were like, haha, playing Fortnite unironically. <laughs> unironically. And I like that so many people have to justify it. You know, it's not like, like I'm hey, gonna try Fortnite. I I unironically played Fortnite. Hey, like hear me out, guys. I'm playing it because I want to. If if you played Fortnite with Billy and you liked it, unironically, ironically, I don't know, go play it, have fun. I think just for a lot of us, these people up. coming back, it was what what wore them down was the building. Um, because like it definitely wore me down. This is my take. Fortnite's not this like Fortnite is a forgettable BR without building. I don't think it would have been where it is. Now, the other things it has going for it, though, is like the meta multiverse where they have I'm Master Chief with a cape watching um, Derek Carr carry off Ariana Grande off a spaceship um, to land on a tank where uh, Deadpool exits. And at that point, I hear some Kendrick Lamar music playing like Fortnite alone has that part of it where it's just like, what the fudge? Um, yeah, where it's just like, and it's crazy that that's even happening, but I think without building, um, it's fun for a while, but it wears off because the game wasn't meant to be just gunplay. Um, and so like, if I'm going to play a BR for gunplay, I'm going to go play like apex. Um, and so I had fun, but like, even as someone who doesn't like building, they should, and and the whole thing is like this is a nine day thing or whatever. Like it's not this isn't what Fortnite's going to become. But I think it should stick to building. I may not like the building, but that's what makes Fortnite Fortnite. Yeah. I think everybody returning got to the everyone got to the same point where they were running up on somebody and they did some crazy build and just went, Nope. So no, I can't. I can't keep when up. When they heard they were finally like on a level playing field with those people, it was like, Oh, sure, I'll try it out to see what that's finally like and then I'll never touch it again. I will say too, I've been seeing a lot of comments and stuff about people like 
Fortnite kids when real skilled players show up. No, 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 no. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. There's a reason I don't build. Yeah. Because that yeah. takes, that's a different skill, but that is skill. All right? I have admitted that one of the most mechanically challenging games, in my opinion, in esports, probably one, probably the most, I think, other than like, probably because I'm unfamiliar with the game. I, was, I think Christian. Yeah, I was about it. to say, uh, if you don't say StarCraft here, I'm StarCraft, <laughs> StarCraft and Fortnite seem like the most technically challenging games just in esports in general, in my opinion. I think that's like, I think people who hate Fortnite or hate on it or don't like building refuse to acknowledge that that is a skill. It might be a different skill. And for me, it was a skill I didn't want to take time to learn. You know, like I'm not good at building and I'm not willing to take the time to get better. So I'm not going to say it doesn't take, I know it takes skill, but yeah, everyone who's like, uh, now the real skilled players get, uh, get to play. Nope. Throw building back on, they beat you every single time. It's also, a, it's not only you need to mechanically build. Part of it is then, like, editing a wall, immediately switching, locking on with a gun, you know, shotgun shot, build the wall back, build the wall off, shoot, build the wall back. Like, trying to, like, slow that down and think of the processes you would have. Like, okay, so I have to click this, and then I would have, like, that hurts my head. Yeah, I can't and do I that. Want to, I just don't want to learn that. Yeah, but if someone does, and that's what they find fun, that's fine. Um, I used to want to learn that kind of thing in gaming, but I'm just not that kind of person anymore. See, for me, when I w- when when building clicked, and I was like, "Hey, this is kind of fun." It was like ramp, wall, wall, wall. <laughs> like at the very beginning, before anyone really, and it was just like a quick like put a wall or put a ramp, put a wall in front of it and the wall on the sides or just keep doing that like ramp, wall, ramp, wall, ramp, wall. And I was like, okay. But then it got further and then I'm like, uh, and then it was like, ramp, wall, edit. And then that's when I was like, okay, I fold, you know? I think I'm, I think I'm good guys. I yeah. think I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go play some Warzone. See you guys later. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's the thing is like, okay, you don't like building. Well, that's, there are other games. Like that's the whole point. That's what f- separates Fortnite. Um, and like I think too, it's more obvious when you can't build the disparity in gunplay between other BRs, um, because that's not what they're trying to do. It, it's supposed to complement the entire sandbox. So it was fun, um, and I would play it more. But Fortnite would not be what it is today. If it didn't have building, like if this was the mode we've had the entire time, for sure, agreed. But it was a lot of fun just to goof off and and that's like I would play it more. Um, and I I do hope they they keep around a mode that's no build like that. Um, that's just kind of like in rotation or like a party mode or or whatever, like a mm-hmm. casual. Um, I think it is fun, and then that does te- open you up to an audience like myself. That pretty much every other time I'm not I'm not even gonna touch it. Um But I had a lot of fun. Have you either of you guys played it? Uh no. Did you get a time to change the play blue? Uh I haven't played it, but I saw a lot of people playing it and I was very happy for them. I was gonna say, do you have any interest in checking out even with no building? No. 
I yeah, do. That's fair. I I have it installed. I, I installed it this morning. I'm going to check it out at probably some point today. Um, but the interesting thing, though, additionally about this is apparently this whole thing's going on and there weren't any trailers. Like Fortnite, was this chapter three, season two or something? Whatever. Yeah. Um, it, it like came out of nowhere and people were like expecting to see something. Um, and I don't know all the specifics, but from what I've heard is um, it was very unceremonious and just happened because they'd been working up this entire se- season to be essentially what's like a war between, I don't know, the, the two factions. <laughs> yeah. Some in-game factions or something that are warring it out, and that's like there's tanks and all this kind of crazy stuff. Um, and so that was going to be like the whole theme of the season, and they had a whole bunch of stuff planned. Uh... But then a certain world event happened recently, um, and so they didn't want their big focus to be a war in that game. So that's why it just kind of happened. And then like this no building thing, I think like canonly has a reason, but it was going to have more context from what the event was going to be, yada, yada, yada. But I thought that that was interesting. They, who knows how much time and money they'd put into it. But yeah, they're like, Ooh. Hey, sm- hey, good on Epic PR team for reading the room. Like, you know, hey, if like- there's... If there's one thing Epic's good at, they know how to do PR for Fortnite, dude. It's true. Because except for Fortnite the whole Apple is, thing. I mean, that was them. Yeah, that was like, more Epic, I guess. That was more them trying to be like, how big can we swing our balls around? You know what I mean? <laughs> and I mean, in their defense, they got a little bit of something from it. Uh, but I mean. Fortnite, like Epic Games PR, like the Epic Games themselves, like the gaming part, they know how to keep, they know how to keep uh, Fortnite in people's mouths. And no building? That got people back in, dude. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they, hey, am I going to play it? Probably not. Do they know how to keep that game in everyone's mind? Absolutely. Yeah. So, more power to them. And... Well, it's like, I was thinking about this the other day, too. It's like, people have been playing Fortnite for this long. Because it's been years and years at this point. I'm just thinking back to, like, when growing up on games. I was like, I never experienced this. Like, some people, like, for instance, started playing Destiny in, like, 7th grade. And are now in college playing Destiny. Where I look back, and my thing's like, Halo 3, that's a year and a half of my life. You know? We didn't have games... They had these long winding games that were, that were part of our lives. Yeah, they were supposed to be ever evolving games as a service. Or God, like, was Halo Three only out for a year and a half? Well, that that's like when I I picked it up about oh, okay. a year late. To be fair, like, so we got sequels, okay. like we got franchises. Right. Whereas, like your these are just like this generation updated. grew up on the same game. Yeah, yeah. For me, it was like Halo Three for a while, and then I played a little bit of Black Ops, and then Halo Reach came out. You know, whereas like imagine. From I started playing Halo three, seventh grade. Imagine I played just Halo, the game Halo or whatever, all the way until college. You know, I'm still playing Halo. I mean, you're playing League, but that wasn't even. I started playing that uh, after I graduated high school. So that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's kind of when these games kind of started showing up. That more popularized 
hey, this is just the game. Because I, I remember, too, at the beginning of League of Legends, people were like, when's League of Legends 2? And that's when they're like, we don't need a sequel. We can update the game. And that just wasn't really something you saw for a while. And you're like, huh. And I mean, like, when I remember when they did their whole map revamp. Like, that was kind of the proof. It's like, we don't need to do a sequel. We can just change things and make them... You know, upgraded or sucks, right? (laughs) God. Uh, So yeah, it's just so weird. Like the way I grew up as a gamer is just completely different than the way uh, kids are growing up right now, and it's it's not a bad thing. In fact, maybe it's a better thing. I don't know. Um, I don't know if it is better. I think it might be better thing long term, short term, definitely worse. It's just yeah, it's just. Pretty strange in most cases, but I think it was like a comment where it's like, Hey, I started watching your Destiny One videos when I was in like sixth grade, and now I'm yeah, I'm going my freshman year of college, still playing Destiny, or like, and in the grand scheme of things, right? We haven't been doing this nearly as long as like most of the other content creators you see doing it today. Like, we have we're, we're still young. But like just I, thinking about how we're young and now we're old. Yeah. I mean, which, which once again, we're still young, right? Like we're still a bunch of fucking millennial losers in their 20s. But I think making content like, on YouTube. Please, but please like thinking like, about how it's like we started this when we were like, we just entered our 20s. I was so stupid. And we were babies. I was I was a loud loser who regurgitated memes. Rob, you still might was be, an asshole. You might just still salty. Be <laughs> Mr. Fruit, <Mug. laughs> Mr. Fruit existed as only a person on the internet and was not a physical shape or form. True. You know, we were different people, and and looking back and. Now we've people were like, "Yeah, you raised our generation." It's like, please stop. We're all doomed. I'm so old. Just give me a primer, man. (laughs) That's so sad. Can I get a? Can we get some primers? It's just, it's just bizarre. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like one of those things where it's obvious, but I never really sat down and just been like, "Huh," because that's just the normal now. Yeah, like we like. The the we when we think about people who raised us right, like you when you look about when you look on like yeah I watched this guy all through middle school and high school it's like now now we're those guys for sure and it's a little uncomfortable because not uncomfortable for like it's very wholesome when we think about like people it's like oh that's amazing like I'm so happy that I was like you know helped you part of your life. But then we think about it, and it's like, oh my god. Yeah. Am I equals three? (laughs) (laughs) Some people won't even know what that means. You know, it's like like on Snapchat stories now. I think he's actually like on TikTok. Really? Yeah. It's it's just bizarre, because like, believe it or not, kids, early access used to never be a thing. Games would come out. And totally it's the game. Different, totally different landscape. <laughs> and not only that, everything's though, live service now. Yeah, not only that though, but like pre 2011, 2010, practically, 
you could count the practically count on your hands how many games were coming out in a year. Like indie games oh, weren't yeah. a thing. There wasn't you. You couldn't go on Steam before Steam was yep. even really a thing. But like, if there was Steam in two thousand eight, I'd pop up, and it wouldn't be like, oh, there's been two hundred new games today, and like thousands in the past month. It's like, oh, there's oh that game's two weeks old, and there's another one in like two months. Oh, okay. There's so many games now. The eco, yeah, the ecosystem is just so. And I'm glad that, especially like the indie game, has become sustainable. I mean, that was just it. It's like you literally could not. There wasn't even a place to put yourself as an indie developer, which is kind of why like Xbox Live Arcade um, never seemed like a big thing. But that's kind of what helped pioneer and sustain indie developers at the time. but like just something just something like that. Like you don't even think about it. But now it's like I have too many games to play. Whereas before it was like Yeah. I uh, played everything. Speaking of uh an indie game, uh Tunic, I'm gonna be checking out later. That game looks it's really fun. sick. Yeah, it looks really sick. It's like Legend of Zelda Dark Souls. Yeah, it looks really sick. I'm all Legend of it. these nuts in your mouth. Anything else on that uh list? <laughs> no. Okay. No, I think we're good. All right, let's shock in some questions, baby. Um, no, Mr. Fruit, put it away. Not like that. Let me pull up my phone. Um, If they put building back in Fortnite, then <laughs> I swear. Okay, Uh, so question from Rob. What am I naming oh. my cat? That, oh, um, I really like Irwin. You like Irwin? See, I think that was my name suggestion. It was. It, yeah. Then that's why I was surprised that Albus, you were. So let's. I'm getting a main coon kitten here in a month. Uh, we talked about it. Officially, have picked out the kitten. We know what he looks like. He's pog. He's like a silver tabby. Uh, very cute. Uh, and I've named it. I've gotten it down to three names. Um, Albus, which is, I would say currently in first Sydney likes it the most, you know, cause I want a name that Sydney also likes. Uh, I would say close behind that very close is Irwin. And the reason Irwin is not first is because Sydney hates Irwin. Um, oh, cool. that's a pretty, and then three is uh Baird from gears of war. Uh, so those, I would say are the top three that get, get me going, you know, that Russell, my Jimmy's, you know, nothing really else out there really. Gets me going. So, Blue, you like Irwin? I like Irwin. Okay. Um. Well, now knowing that Sydney hates it, I I wouldn't even. <laughs> well, well, now no, okay, so you should absolutely well, do Irwin. Well, she said to the point. She's like, "Well, I'll love it no matter what because it's my cat. Like you know, like True. I will love like his name no matter what." So, uh, she just doesn't love the name Irwin as she does with like Albus. She really right. likes. The way I see it, I went Albus. Um, cause it's a cool name, but also like I have Appa. Yes. Appa has lost all meaning to me. Like I forget Same. that there is even a flying bison that existed, you know, <laughs> that was named Appa. So it's just like, okay. if you like Irwin that much, just know it will never be the same. That makes sense. Like, like I, when I hear the word olive in terms of like food, I'm like, <laughs> What? Why are you eating my dog? <laughs> like, like olives are a thing. That's weird. I don't know. It's just like, like if someone's like, "Do you like olives, Mister Fruit?" You're like, "My dog." Yeah, it just takes us. Uh, 
it's just like it's not a bad thing, but just know if you name them Irwin, mm-hmm. it will forever change that name, and not in like a bad way, Irwin but it, like, yeah, it, it, it just won't. It will change your relationship with the name. Yeah. Like Boomy, for instance, Blue. Like, do you ever even think See, of the you old say Boomy? I'm just like my dog. But yeah. if someone yeah. was yeah. like, Who? oh, you oh, don't like think the of the character? character, and I'm just like, oh fuck, yeah, he is named after. Yeah, like that. He is, <laughs> isn't he? Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, he was, yeah. Okay. You know, it's like, did I mean that? Was that a? Did I? <laughs> Damn, that's a good name. Yeah, I like it. that's funny. So okay. that's that's why I say. But now that I know Sydney does, as long as you like Albus, I do uh, like Albus. I do. She like if it were Claire and I, I think we would have gone with Albus. I think she well. I don't well, think no, she would have compromised. No, I actually texted Claire. I actually texted Claire to see which one she liked the most. No, uh, but I'm liked, saying like if oh, I'm in the scenario and yeah. like Sydney you hates Erwin and yeah, I think I would go Albus just because okay. like I know she would like that. But also like if I can meet in the middle rather than her have to come to me kind of thing, mm-hmm. that's just okay. where I would go with it. But Claire, uh, Claire actually liked Erwin the best. So, yeah. players, it's right. cool. But. Good taste, right there. Yeah, that, that, I do that like Irwin as well. I do. I do like Irwin. I like Baird. The only problem, and Sydney brought a good point with Baird, is it sounds too much like Bear. So every time we introduce him or something like that, we may have to be like, no, it's Baird. You know, like, and we she just doesn't want to deal with it. <laughs> That's totally too much. Because Sydney likes Baird more than Irwin. So, and then she oh, said, okay. uh, she said she would have to say Irwin very like, not like Irwin, like Steve, like Irwin. It would have to be Erwin. Like oh. It'd have to be like Erwin, like, like something, Erwin. you know? Yeah, I got it. And we don't want to like put people through that with, you know? Yeah, that's stuff Albus, you got to think about, you know? Exactly. And then Albus is just very, and then he kind of, if I'm honest, I think he looks most like an Albus. You know, he has that like sure. kind of white kind of. It's like, but we're not very big Harry Potter stands. Like, I just think it's a cool name. You don't have to be. See, yeah. the thing is, here's the downside of picking Albus. Everyone's going to be like, "Oh, like Dumbledore." Yes. Everyone's going to be like, yeah. "Oh my god, you named mm-hmm. Harry Potter." Yeah, it's like, "What house are you?" And it's like, "I'm not that yeah. big a stand." You know, like I like Harry Potter. I mean, I yeah, say that you're going to have to why you're not a stand and why you're like, "Hey, it was just a name I named my cat." Yeah. And I want, I, I like even better kind of than speaking. you'd be like, is that Dumbledore? Who? Or about no? Yeah, what? No. Bye. Oh, okay. Robert, that's the elder one in your office. Mm, I, I, I've never the elder heard of who? Harry. Harry what? <laughs> yeah. Harry Potter? Okay. Poot, no. no, I've never. Is that a. So if you're in the no. comment section and you want to know the name, or if you have a vote, um, vote in the comment section. Um, I'm, I'm taking like, yes, like two, two days ago, if you asked me, it was Irwin for sure. You asked me today, it's probably more Albus, but who knows? Well, here's what you should do. This is what my mom said she would do too, before she'd have her kids. She would throughout the day for weeks, go around the house whenever she couldn't just say the name out loud. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, I kind of like this name. And she'd say it. And then Luke Reddish, she was like, no. Yeah, because you gotta think, it's not like oh Albus, Albus. Now imagine you said Albus the millionth time, you know. 
Well, can I say something I like about Alvis? The nickname Al. You know, Al for short. The guy. So yeah. yeah. And then it's kind of a brotherhood uh, reference a little bit. Well, it's funny because uh, Claire will call Appa Bubba's. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're confusing the poor dog. He doesn't know what he's called. <laughs> and I'm like, on top of that, he doesn't know that. He knows his name is Appa. She goes, no. Bubba's. And he's like sitting right over there and just. Yeah, he just like stared away, and then I said "op," and he was. I'm like, see, yeah, like when he has Bubba, yeah. So well, it'd be different if she's like, she shortens it like Al. That's close enough. Yes, but it's something completely different. I'm like that. That poor, that poor dog's like what? It's just another word to him. He doesn't associate like, oh, I'm Bubba's, you know. Okay, Uh, so we'll go to the real question now. I appreciate you guys' input. I will taken into regard i actually don't think i'll pick a name till i'm actually there with him and pick him out type of thing uh also a quick question what do you guys think do you guys think so it's nebraska i got we gotta go to nebraska do you think flying to nebraska is better than driving where where in nebraska omaha or like it's like it's like claire and i've driven there it's like seven hours it's It's not not too bad just do it in one day type of thing, bop, bop. Yeah, and then on top of that, the cat doesn't have to fly immediately. Yeah, anymore. I wouldn't want your cat to fly. See, Sydney's big no flies, no fly zone here. But is is I don't is think it's end all be all. Worse, but... but is the plane worse than an hour plane ride compared to a seven hour car ride? You know what I mean? Okay, well, also put into account, let's say it's seven hour drive. It's an hour flight, but it's for you what an hour 15 minutes to the airport and then waiting for the airport getting on security taxiing secure at the end of it it's gonna be like four and a half hours and extra money yeah question can you take the cat on as a carry-on you can't of course you can't okay i mean if that's the case that's not as bad if you had to like check the no i would never put my hell no like if that was even an option i'd drive like yeah, so I mean, if you could take the if you could take the little little thing as like a little in a little crate, you know, and put it right right next to your feet during the flight, yeah, I mean, a little road trip. I think that yeah. wouldn't be bad, but yeah, I mean, I think especially if the cats, I mean, cats are chill, so I just yeah. know for a fact, like I could take Boomy as a, as a carry on, and that dude, that dog would be flipping the fuck out the entire time, so I could never do it. Uh, wait, so you say you drove to Omaha before? Yeah, with Claire. What? Uh, it was the uh, summer after freshman year of college. We had a friend that lived there that we'd met during them, so we just came out to visit her and okay, not bad at chill all. Chill a couple days or anything. No, drive wasn't bad. No. Yeah, because well, and I guess like- I should also preface though that like my family, I was used to. Yeah, I don't mind two, drives, you know? like two three day like nonstop drive. So for me, it was like seven hours. We'll knock that Easy. out in an afternoon. Like, yeah, like that's we, we leave the morning, we're back by night. That's so free. Well, that's know? like what we're trying to see is like if I leave here like five a.m., get there around noon. You get back. Leave there around one. You get back I'll late. Be, yeah, maybe early next morning, but like, I don't know, for me, that's not that's not that's, that ain't bad. And I'll have new I'll have new kitty jitters. And Willow, and by the way, Willow has adapted really well. Uh, she's awesome. She is being a little skittish today, though, so we're giving her space. There is a That's baby fair. in the house, though. We're babysitting this weekend. Yeah, baby. 
Maybe that's baby. why. She's like, you're well, already like, replacing me. Not like baby, baby, but like she, she, he's like one, I think. Almost one. Yeah. Are you guys a baby to me? Are you guys like fielded well in the baby area? Like, do you know what to no, do with babies? <laughs> what What do I do with this thing? Like if someone was like, Blue, like I need you to take care of this thing for an hour. Like That'd be like. Uh, good luck finding someone else. <laughs> no, not my problem. Are you a baby guy, Mister Fruit, or no? Uh, I could handle one, but am I like? I don't have like a baby. Give me that baby. Yeah, but I'm not like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like okay, because it's for a baby. me, you give me your baby, and we could be sitting there talking, and just know all I'm thinking about is like, oh my god, I'm holding a life. This is their life. It's not even my kid. Like, oh my god, what? Cradling so its head, like, oh. Have, if you guys have ever seen fruit hold something, like hold a living thing that's not his, this dude does not know how to hold it. But I don't I, like babies either. Like, just so I, 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 now, love I do know how to hold a baby. I do give it its head support yep. and everything, but it's like. But fruit is like, I'm gonna break it. I have to be as gentle as. Po-. I gave him Boomy. Yeah, Boomy, fully grown Chihuahua. You know, he's not. I mean, he's he's fragile. He's a, he's a puppy, not puppy, but I mean, he's a small dog. But he's not like, you know, he's a dog. And so at Pack South, I bring Boomy over, let people see. I thought him. he was gonna like break him like toys. he was a spaghetti noodle. I'm like, I bring a couple toys if anyone wants to play with him. Of course, everyone's just like, oh, hi, little puppy, and then they go back to their thing. Danielle fell in love with Boomy, was like obsessed with him. So I was like, okay, at least Boomy has you know. That's before she got her out. brim fixed. She was a that is that is fever, how you know Boomy is the partly the reason why she got brim. She had a she had dog fever. Um, so I was like, okay, at least someone you know Boomy has someone to hang out with while I'm there. I hand Boomy to Fruit because Fruit is like gawking over him. Fruit is like staring at this dog. Fruit is like oh, so cute. Fruit like wants to pet it, but he's like, oh, he's he's so he's so timid. I'm not gonna touch him. So I'm just like, fruit, you can hold him, you know. So fruit, so fruit holds him. Boomy starts licking him, you know. Boomy's like, oh, thank you, sir, for for holding me. And fruit over here is like loosely holding him. His like hands are open. He's like open handed. He's not holding Boomy. He's like what, what he's giving Boomy him? a platform to lay on. <laughs> and so I'm just like I'm just and so I see this and I see Fruit is like, oh, oh, please don't break. I'm just like Fruit, Fruit you're not gonna break him. He's okay. I felt like, and it. You're just like I might, dude. I yeah. might. I'm just. I just forgot what it because like Boomy's like how he was probably like six seven pounds at that point. Yeah, he's he's still a small dog. I mean, and he's so a I've just never really been around or had such small dogs, and then especially having all of an Appa, they're small, but they're tanks. It's like yeah. you pick up all of them, it's like yeah. Boomy's 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 very lightweight. Like it's I could understand. Yeah, that. so like all of I don't think I could break her. How much she does would break Olive me. weigh? She about we got her down to like twenty six, because like down. you want her to be like twenty. Uh, uh, corgis around 25 mm-hmm. especially because they have hip issues so the heavier yeah. they are and it's very easy for them to get big i have seen some big chunkers yeah. <laughs> yeah and so but that's it's just like so much they're just compact and so i pick them up and they're hefty and so i'm just used to like 
a little unit and then and then i got boom and i'm like oh, i forget what this is like like tiny little light little gray cloud of air yeah like i could sneeze and he'll blow away i don't want to and yeah, yeah just, i just forgot you know uh okay so first question from fields says ready for this one blue how do you feel about the csgo meta CS go put these nuts in your mouth. Okay. Um, how do you feel about the League of Legends better, Rob? I don't think Kenan is strong enough at the moment. Um uh how do you feel about the class balance in Final Fantasy 14, Mr. Fruit? Honestly, I I could sit here and soapbox about this a little while. But it's been in a better place, you know? Couple classes, let's bring them up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Which classes would those be? Uh, we got monk. Okay. <laughs> we have um book reader. And don't get me started on car mechanic. All right. Car mechanic. They it's it's always the tradesman, dude. Yeah. It's the tradesman, and the social uh, workers, of course. It's uh, funny because I I giggled because monk is like. Is that the strongest? Strongest, you? Oh. strongest <laughs> melee right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I had to giggle a little bit. Okay, go on. Uh, Demon says, if you could go back to one peak of one video game's content era, which would it be? Content era being like the Among Us, hottest people could make, or the weird Minecraft bomb, GTA, Rust, last role-playing peak, etc. <sighs> weird YouTube game meta. I'll tell you what I don't want to come back. The Hiss meta. <laughs> that whole period... Oh my god! I didn't. And like, I, that's a bit I never understood. Like, that and then that came with that all the what do they even call themselves commentator like like all the kind of leafies and oh where they're like my, CSGO surfing and yeah stuff they have like, like some weird little dialogue story thing like listen here I just that whole meta was lost on me. Um, if we're talking in terms of like YouTube metas, yeah, the hiss and that one. If we're talking like our metas. Uh, well, that's the one I, I don't love- want to come back. The one I would want to go back to. Yeah, like I don't know. Bring me back to uh, COD commentaries. You know, the good old COD times were so much good. simpler. Um, I don't know. I thought the Among Us one was easy because, like, you just did a round of Among Us, and if it was a good round, three million views for Mister Fruit. All right, sick. Uh, on to the next one. Like, <laughs> you know, I think you never know you're in the good uh, the good times until they're past. That's true. Yeah. Sad. As far as YouTube metas, I do miss the Overwatch YouTube meta. True. Uh, I hate Overwatch now. I'm not playing that game. But that, like first year. But like that first year, two years, it felt really good to have a game that I felt like I could play. And then the devs drilled it into the ground. <laughs> And, and turned not, it into an esports only machine. Not only that, though. Not only did I like the game, and it was fun for content, but it was one of the only games we've ever had where like everyone in the group liked and played it. Yeah. So it wasn't like, hey, do you want? Nah, I'm not. Real. I do. Do I? It's like, yeah. Let's uh, play more. One watch. of those where it's like, ah, oh, dude, we already have five. Like, sorry, man. Yeah, it was one. It's like, sorry, you didn't answer enough, man. We're, we're full. That never happens anymore. Yeah, um, so I do. I do miss the Overwatch custom games meta. That was really, that was really special. As far as like general YouTube metas, I do miss the. 
I do miss like the horror game YouTuber meta. Now it's just like there's so many horror games that it just it's lost a lot of. True. You just that. post a video of Slenderman and get eight million views. You know what I'm saying? So um, many cheap. Yeah. So. Uh, but that's Mike what says, some people like get off to. You know what I'm saying? Um, Mike says uh, one person uh, you are grateful for this week. Try to avoid the obvious choices: girlfriends and wives, unless you are a super specific instance. I would say I'm thankful for Willow because I missed having an animal in the house, and she has adapted really great these pa- this past week. She's been doing great. non-obvious choice. I also don't interact with many people. That makes it pretty difficult. I'm thankful for this new person that I'm getting to do thumbnails for the new channel. Oh, yeah. It's, they seem to do great work from what you've like shown Yeah, they're good. Stuff. They're receptive. It's just That's been awesome. nice. Good. Yeah. I hope that stays. I hope it continues. Uh, that okay. relationship flourishes. Right. Uh, I'm thankful for Boomy. My little rat. The the Avatar character? Or... <laughs> yeah, like which one? Like I did name after an Avatar character. No, nah, that's right. Damn. I, I do like that character's progression. Good. I'm thankful for I'm how pretty good. Uh, his power creep. Um, Trey Bourne says, first things first, I just saw the Batman last night. It was fantastic. Dark and gritty detective Batman was dope. Now, as for my question, is mostly aimed at Mr. Fruit. Have you seen the trailer for The Northman? Yeah, uh, the Vikings and almost mythical vibe seemed right up Fruits Alley, and was curious if you seemed interested in it. Yeah. In fact, we went. Is that a movie or a TV show? Movie. Um, has like William Defoe and Ethan Hawke. Oh, that's right. I did see a trailer for that. Um, we went when we went to go see Jujutsu Kaisen last week. There was like a preview coming, and it was going on, and I was still just looking at my phone. And Claire's like, "Are you not watching? Like, this seems exactly like your movie. Like, what, what's?" Why aren't you watching? Like, I've already seen this like eight times. <laughs> like, I already know what's going to happen. I, like, I already know I'm going to go watch it. Yeah. Um, could be a terrible Viking movie. The trailers could have been trash. I'm still going to go see it. I'm a sucker for that. It does it. If it's anything in that period, I'm going to at least watch it just because I'll enjoy it for the single fact that it's just the theme. Uh, Stredron says, uh, who's your favorite villain from a video game and why? Stay sweet. The first thing that comes to my mind is um uh what's his name? Va Vos Far Cry three. I'm trying to remember his name. I didn't play Far Cry three. He was on he was on the cover art, but he's like the do you know the definition of insanity? Yeah. I don't know oh. when I played it, but I was like I was I just really liked his villain. And he's it was a like classic one, villain. Yeah, I was just uh, like, wow. I I enjoyed that. Voss. Maybe his name is Voss. I don't know. Uh, Bowser, I guess. You really uh, resonate with his yeah. constant with his princess yeah. kidnapping? Yeah. Yeah. You'll get that I, I hate it. Hey, plumbers are taking his work, dude. Italian plumbers, you know? I agree. That dude's just smashing turtles. Go steal his bitch. He's just, he really is just smashing turtles, and it's fucked up. And then Big Turtles takes his chick? <laughs> I'm on, I'm on uh, this guy. Was it so? So it was villain or what was it? Villain, yeah. Yeah, villain. Oh, I also like Fallout 3's villain. 
Like, Ooh. just it's a depending on, you know, what you choose and stuff. I'm not going to spoil that. Cause... Well, as far as villains, uh, you know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say Emmett Selk, my boy from Final Fantasy, classic villain, classic villain that is morally, you know, morally, it's hard to disagree, but those are the best. You understand that you, you, you gotta take him out. Um, Blemish says, what Batman villain would you like to see in the next movie? Uh, as much attention as the Joker gets. So we'll say non-Joker. If you get a non-Joker Batman, movie. we do not nearly, we have so much Joker Batman. I agree. And I, and obviously that's his most iconic villain, but like, there's so many good ones to get enough of the Riddler dude. I'm glad we got got some Riddler here, which was nice. Next movie, it's like say next movie. They're like, we're not doing Joker. Penguin, great. Um, I didn't really love the crime side of this movie. Like, I thought it was interesting, but I wasn't like, I didn't think it could lead the whole movie as a main villain or something like that. I will say, um, I don't think we've gotten to, like a truly good Poison Ivy. Uma Thurman hmm. was okay, yeah. Yeah, but that movie was a big yeah, cheese fest. I agree. Very cornball. Um, uh, you see, the problem is I can never really get Bane in these more realistic ones. Because, like, I like Tom Hardy, but, like, that felt like a different villain. It didn't feel like Bane, you know? I think Two-Face would be cool. I'd, I'd like to see Two-Face again. I think Poison Ivy. Maybe uh, not Arnold, Mr. Freeze. Oh, please. Nice to meet you. A little grittier take on that. Alright. Crazy Yogi says, Hey, bruvs, what are some songs or a song you've been bopping to lately? I thought you'd ask. Um, Rubber Bands in Wait uh, by Benny the Butcher. That's what Rob's been bumping lately. Rubber bands in weight. It's a great question. Let me see. I, I don't really listen to much. Um, I really like the new uh, Hutara Hikaru album for You Kingdom Hearts Stands. She's a great artist. Um, and she wow. has a new album that's really, really good. And this certain song uh, is called Bad Mode. It's the title track for new LP. And it's a really great song. Uh, it features a uh, production of Sam she- Shepard, for those of you music stands out there, which is Floating Points, which was a great album from last year as well. Um, it's months old, but uh, Zed's Squid Game remix. Okay. Lean with it, rock with it. Jesus Christ. Ricardo the Heart uh, says, Oi, chaps, everyone has an embarrassing fart story. What's y'all's? My life is one giant fart. You can ask my wife. Thing is, I'm never embarrassed. One time I farted. I mean, this isn't embarrassing. This is kind of the first fart story I have. I, I farted and it smelled like hand sanitizer. Like, like my, as mom with my mom and as with Ben Bishop as my witness, 
I farted hand sanitizer. It was weird. Uh, I think I've talked about it, but it was... I was drinking this, like, morning uh, meal, meal replacement stuff that had this pea protein. And uh, my body did not like it. You and so, people are like, oh, you'll, your body gets used... Mine did, mine did not. And I, I have bad farts, but I've never had worse farts <laughs> than when I was drinking that stuff. And it, it was... I remember, I think I'm talking about this. It was so bad that Olive left my office. She's never done that. And like, I would fart and I'm like, and Olive would like just straight up look at me and just leave. I'm out. And she would never leave my office, but that's when I was like, all right, I'm getting off it. I can't do it. I couldn't handle my farts. Okay. Uh, Blue? Um, My embarrassing fart story is honestly... I don't think I I don't think I've ever been embarrassed by a fart. I will no, say uh when we were in LA for the Borderlands thing, mm-hmm. I was so gassy. <laughs> and so I was fighting my heart out trying not to fart that whole time. So it wasn't embarrassing, it was more like I'm trying so hard not to fart around the homies. That's hilarious. Uh, this last question is specifically for Fruit, so... Hey, Fruit, you bring it back here. It's his last question. It says, have you ever tried calisthenics? And I think Fruit is going to say something along the lines of, no, I never tried calisthenics because my body uh, hurts when I try. So, Or something along the lines of that. Yeah, something along the lines of, you know, something about calisthenics. Uh, I was talking to my trainer. And for my specific body type, it just doesn't really work for me. Yeah, um, you know, cardio has not really been something that I'm really a strong suit at. So I'm not really focusing on it because it doesn't really yeah. benefit me he'll, at all. He'll say like his shoulders yeah. or something along the lines of his knees don't do it. So calisthenic exercises don't really hit the type of exercise he's specifically trying to do. 100%. 100%. That will be the answer that you will get here in approximately five seconds when he returns. Five. Um, four, but in the meantime, three, you guys two, uh, just one. listen to the GG Over Easy podcast. We hope you enjoyed yep. your time listening. Um, Mr. F- uh, Fruit, this last question is for you. Um, have you ever thought about doing calisthenic workouts or have you ever tried calisthenic workouts? Uh, I do them from time to time. I've never done like a full calisthenics protein uh, program or workout or routine or anything, but nice. they're I tough. That's the answer I thought you were going to give. Yeah. I thought you were going to give the answer of like those exercises don't hit the point of the body that I hit, so I don't do them. Calisthenics can destroy you. I, you can get, you won't get. I did do yacked. I did one calisthenic workout and it was a muscle up. Um, and I got to the point where I could do one, I could do one muscle up, but then, yeah, um, impossible. it was the hardest thing ever. And then like, I would have the band when you could do it. Um, and like the band I could do like a couple, but even then it was, it's still seriously so hard. Calisthenics. You're not going to get like strong man. You can't really, you're not going to get like to the size you would expect like a bodybuilder to get to, which is. Oh, big and puffy, but calisthenics—you uh, you, like you, you get shredded. Um, I'd argue. Well, no, I wouldn't argue. You're dude who hold on to like a pole and he'll go sideways. Right? That's a calisthenic. You're workout, way right? more functional than weightlifters 
That's for sure. Flexible. Um, in fact, I would probably argue, um, like practicality wise, couch tanks would be the way to go. Um, and lowered risk of injury more often than not. There are still some things you could do wrong, but without added weight uh, on something, whereas just using your body weight uh, leaves room for. Interesting. But yeah, uh, it'll ruin you. But that's you get into more endurance hypertrophy. Like is handstands hand was would That'd you be calisthenics? Cal- Literally, yeah, it, it's as far as like I don't know the exact definition, but as far as it's like any body any body weight exercise that you you don't need anything. You just need your body essentially. So your body weight is the weight that you're yeah. using. So like a muscle up is still calisthenics. Like yeah, you need a bar to do so it, but this. It's fucking calisthenics, bitches. Like that. That's that's something. Yeah. Ah! But you, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> that's why like a lot like gym gymnastics is pretty much calisthenics. And this. Yep. Ah! The Rob oh. special. <laughs> that hurt my wrist. <laughs> Never mind. Rob's over there like that's... help. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was the last question. Um, nice. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Um, episode 126. You guys can find us everywhere at internet. You can find me um, AOL Messenger. Nice. Um, Bonsley Pones. <laughs> God, dude. You guys can find me everywhere at uh shiny mew 422 these guys like your was that your is that your name <laughs> uh that was one of my names it was Let's a go. pokemon it was an online pokemon uh game these are you guys' old usernames and mine was mine was always bonds light pones <laughs> and then usually like what is he pwned my exactly? birthday i don't know and it was with a z you know <laughs> that was that was prime Oh, it's prime. I was like Sammy, then. Supersonic Twenty Five. That's where you can find me. Nice. Catch us there, or on um, whichever platform you uh, watch and/or listen to this next week. Yeah, love you, bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.